Hello, and welcome to a special St. Patrick's Day edition of the Rathpeakin Pinecast. Today, we welcome the Rathpeakin patron saints of Messing, Emmett Leahy and David Hennessy. The lads talk about growing up playing for the club, their antics on and off the field, and continuing to play abroad. That's when they take a break from slagging each other, that is. So, happy St. Patrick's Day, sit back and enjoy the Emmett and Hennessy show. Good evening, good morning, lads. Listen, Cheers, delighted lads. to have you um, on the on the podcast. Cheers. Um, this evening <laughs> we have two more legends of of Rat Peak and GA and, and Emmett Leahy and Dave Hennessy. Dave's coming to us all the way from uh, down under in Australia. And Dave, I have to say, your commitment to the podcast is the exact same as your commitment on the pitch, man. Uh, the people who are listening to this won't won't be able to see it, but Dave is sitting out in a car. Uh, I don't know, what time is it over there, Dave? Nine o'clock, eight o'clock? Nine o'clock in the morning, yeah. Nine o'clock in the morning. He's after a very hard night's work, and he's sitting there with a bottle of Lucas Aid in his hand, uh, feeling, <laughs> feeling, feeling very refreshed. Where you can, you can replace the word Lucas Aid with Heineken if you want. But um, so, so listen, Dave, the, the big topic uh, across the globe uh, at the moment is obviously uh, COVID and lockdown. So we've had a very uh, strict level of lockdown here in Ireland. So we're just wondering, what has it been like for you guys in Australia? Uh, how strict has the lockdown been? Has it impacted on your daily life much? Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, we did about four months of it here, Cormac, and it was bad. You know, there was a curfew put in place that you couldn't you couldn't be outside after 8 o'clock. So you'd be over walking the dog and at 8 o'clock home and you'd be like, oh shit, you'd have to run home. The, that was the winter here and then now, now it's summer, the whole thing is open again, it's 100%. So obviously the weather has, has must have a lot to do with this virus, you know. Hennessy, t- tell him about yeah, the, the army. Tell, tell him about the army, Hennessy. That's a fa- fairly uh, good story around. You know, you, you oh, were yeah. down for a couple of weeks, didn't you? Because my, my missus actually, when she was pregnant, I don't even know if her parents know this now, so I'll get killed. But she got <laughs> COVID. But she but she had no symptoms whatsoever through the whole thing. And the fact I was living with her, I had to isolate as well. So yeah. it's, it's 14 days you have to isolate for. I think on the 14th day, she was like set free or allowed out of your house. And I was ringing and I still wasn't left out. On the 14th day, the army called looking for me twice. Lucky enough, I was in the house. I would have got like a five grand fine or something. Really? Wow. Yeah. Is it that strict? They were that strict over there? There was zero tolerance. Oh, yeah, the cops or the army will call to your house and make sure you're in the house. If you're if you're if you're isolating, like they have a list and they'll call and make sure you're in the house. Just a quick one. Aren't you on that other list as well? That you can't go near schools and stuff. Is that is that a? <laughs> <laughs> that's a different. One. Well, well, that's pretty strict. But uh, have they started rolling out vaccines? Is that something that's happening there? It's, because it's I know uh, it started here. I don't know anyone who actually got a vaccine or anything yet. So. Um, it, it started coming in, but not as not as much as where you are, you know. Okay, okay, yeah, well, we're we're struggling here, but we're starting to get the um the vaccines rolled out to, to the elderly people, which is good. Um, you know, we're 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 kind of getting into that bracket now. We're, we're nearly that old, you know, so we might be next on the list. You wouldn't know. Sure. Uh, 
that's good. That's the good thing about Rat Peak and GEA. At least we'll all be vaccinated first. We'll be the first. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very true. That's very true. Speaking of Rat Peak and GEA, Emmett, come here. We better talk about it. Tell us, growing up, Emmett, you grew up in Rat Peak and right, big family, big sporting family. Tell us your your history and just kind of going to school and stuff. And there's a big sporting family behind you, isn't there? Yeah, you? yeah, we were all we were all uh, in Rapican school, and so that um, and we, our main sport really was basketball. So that that's how I would have known uh, Hennessy as well, and a lot of lines he was playing with us. Liam, obviously, and all all my brothers and sisters were doing it. But um, we we were we were we, there was no I don't think there was any underage team in Rapican. So we a lot lower of us went into the into the street leagues at that time, um, inside the Glen I went to, and Liam did as well. I played in there for a few years then, and there was a few Rapika lads as far as I remember. But um, but then actually I, I, I forget who set it up. I, I think it was Mick and, and John Wiseman. They set up and on a fifteen team in Rapika at the time, and there was actually a good lash of us together. A lot of boys who who wouldn't be there anymore, no. But there was like the Fozies, um, you know, Eugene Bannon, T- Timothy O'Sullivan, all that kind of. Roy, Roy was there. There was there was just kind of. A lot of us kind of were there together, so then we managed to get a team. John Wiseman, if you more know, but uh, we, we so I came back out to Rapik and then, and in fairness, we had under 15. I think Hennessy, you might have been there as well, as far as I remember. And then, and then we joined with White's Cross and White Church, so we we, we, went, we went playing with them underage, which was that was that was a great a few years actually. That was um, we we, we had a fairly good team with the, that joint team with, with White's Cross White Church. There was uh, and it was good, it was good old crack too. In fairness, are you boys the same age here? I'd be a I'd be year old younger. Yeah, yeah. He looks yeah. a bit older. You, know, you, we asked exactly a year between it. Yeah. But you both started out playing basketball together, was it? Where, where did you play the basketball? Played inside the Broken Hall there. With, um, there was a lad by the name of Shawnee Murphy. He's he's the basketball coach there. He used to take us all in. I'd say we were playing since we were five or six, weren't we? We were four. Yeah, right, really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, all right, yeah. so you guys knew each other that long, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how how Dave then did you start out at the same time in Rapik and GA with Emmett? How did that? How did that pan out? I went to school in Whitechurch and I played Whitechurch underage, and then I ended up going back to Rapik. So I actually played at Whitechurch oh, okay. a lot of the time, and then came back down to Rapik. Yeah. What age was that, Dave? I'd say it was about twenty. I'd say. That was after minor, like wasn't it? Yeah, after minor. Yeah, because then. That was the deal they had. You, you stay at Whitechurch till minor and then you come back after. Oh. So you, you, oh, you, stayed, you stayed at Whitechurch a year longer than me. I came back a year before you. And did you have any success yeah, back and underage with well, Whitechurch and stuff? Yeah, we, 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 we did. We, well, the, the lads like uh, the Kellehurs there, like uh, Mort and a few of them lads, they were, they were very good. Like. Oh, that was back oh, so oh, yeah, yeah, we were playing all the Murnans were there. Like all White the... Cross, Whitechurch and Rapik were together, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, okay. we, we won. We won the City League probably every year that we were there. Uh, the county, we, we never got the county. And we actually had a few, we had a good lash off to 21s as well, actually, a couple of years, Hennessy, if you remember that. Um, yeah. And we always just fell short. No, that was 21B, like, but uh, still a really good comp. It was a great competition, actually. We, we, we went far enough in it. We just kind of, we just got beat. At the very, you know, just kind of unlucky to be beaten the, the, the two years I was playing anyway. Remember, what's that old lad who used to drive us to the, the matches and he'd play Lyric FM? Oh, Jana. Jana. <laughs> <laughs> we, we played one game down, down in Crosshaven. I still remember it. It was, uh, <laughs> it was kind of him in a tackle. 
and I was running up the field. I looked back, and he was kneeling over Emmett with a fist, ready to dig him. So I ran back, <laughs> pushed the man off Emmett. And me and your man got into a tussle, and the referee was sending the two of us off. And by this time, Emmett finally got up off the ground. And as the referee was giving him a red card, or giving your man a red card, Emmett came in with a flying knee. <laughs> then, the, then the two of us got sent off, and I looked at, I looked at Emmett, shake my head, and he goes, what you do that for? I had him exactly where he wanted him. <laughs> Oh. Can, I, can I tell can I tell my version of that story? You know, like you, so, yeah, absolutely you can. That's yeah. that's, that's, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. We were uh, so yeah, we were like a bit of a bit of a tussle. Your man, I think I, I was probably too fast for him. Like he tried to he knocked me to the ground, you know. Um, but uh, so I, I I was I was down I was down under him. Just about to kind of, you know, arrest them around. They had it under control. All of a sudden, the ninja kid came going over. <laughs> flying crazy, kid through the air. Wouldn't he, he would have been in trouble by himself on the side, like, say, to go over and start them out for him, you know? Did, did he ever oh, did he ever get you back, or did he return the favour limit over the years? Or? Um, I think that was actually the only time that... Um, I said that was my only red card, to be honest, or, or any kind of proper proper scrap on a, on a, on a pitch. I just plenty of schmazzles, I suppose, but uh, most were most were small enough. I can't remember any other ones. Anyway, I do remember one funny story actually that Hennessy. I think you got sent off for this one. Uh, I actually said this one at your wedding too, but but it's a brilliant story. So um, I still remember. I think I think this was when we were on White's Cross actually, but uh, he was marking another lad, and um, two of them kind of got a bit of a tussle and, and fell to the floor. And they weren't fighting or anything like that, but how the how he managed it, but their laces and their boots got stuck together. And then, just to make matters worse, then neither of them really knew what to do because they started like struggling to get the legs away, but they couldn't manage to get the, separate the legs. So then, just because they didn't know what else to do, they just started punching the feds off each other. <laughs> it was like no one even went in because everyone was laughing. It was such a, a crazy situation to be in. So, so then the, the the two of you come up. You started playing uh, serious football for for Rapik, and so so Dave, I'll start with you. In terms of standout moments, um, both pluses and minuses, playing playing for Rapik, and uh, any particular games that stand out to, to you that are very memorable, both wins or losses. A couple of championship games there. I remember Lindsay's old man used to coach to stay for a while. Made a couple of good wins against Nemo and championships like that. I remember oh, there was one game right. I remember he benched me and he brought me on, I think, at half time. And I think I got like uh, two, three in the second half. So I was happy enough with that. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there's a lot of people talking about just, you mentioned a Nemo game, right? And I think it was Mick Buckley described the point uh, that he, he reckons it's the best point he ever saw scored on a pitch. And it was scored by yourself. It's something to do with the outside of your right or left boot from 60 yards out. Um, do, do you remember that? Like, is that true story? Uh, yeah, I remember, I remember that point because I, I, I missed a few as well because I, <laughs> uh, I, I missed as many of them as I scored, you know. I remember it was De- Declan McElhenney was playing with us. We were playing championship and there was a ball hit the post <clears> and it came dropping down to me and all I had to do was catch the ball and tip it over the bar and EJ here tried it or a Cantona volley I remember just Decky looking at me, shaking his head like, and I was like, "Sorry." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a couple of those moments that you remember, you know. 
Go ahead, no, I was just I was gonna ask Dave, were you playing in the 2003-2004 finals? I was I was there, I was on, oh, I was on the bench though. Mick never brought me on the bullets. Uh, <laughs> no, that's why we lost, the, is it? If you'd have come on, if you'd have come on, if you'd have come on, we would have won, obviously. I, that's that's I think that was like my first year back where I peaked, yeah. yeah. But it, it in saying that I think we were actually on the piss down in Wexford the night before that. So he drove back that morning, so I'd say he was probably better off not playing me, you know. <laughs> he, he probably was, in fairness, though, he probably was. There's another, there's another match, Emmett. We, we could talk to Emmett about scores, but there'd be nothing to talk about. So we'll go back to you, Dev. But there's another game against um, against Whitechurch. You were home one year. Was it for Christmas? I can't remember what it was now. It was a league final down oh, the pitch yeah. over. And you, you got a, my cousin again, Darren got a good old uh, my cousin Darren got a good old Facebook post that comes up every year, and I get a good slagging over here about it as well. Was uh, to some score another sixty yard or was it? No, I, I think I ran sixty yards. I, I, I think I actually was shooting for goal that time and it went. I think nearly over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> that was that. That's probably the last point you ever scored for that peaking, is it? I came back another year after that and I played a match down in Nemo again, and I remember it was lashing rain. Oh yeah, Emma, we better ask you about your your standout moments, Emma. Um, what, what stands out for you in in terms of matches? Ah, uh, yeah, there's plenty. There's, there was plenty of great wins. We, we we had a serious team there for a few years. In fairness, uh, I do remember a Nemo game, but I don't think it's the same Nemo game that everyone else is referring to. Because there was one that I think we beat them like five points to four or something like that. And I think like. The same night, Lindsay was saved. Saved every shot possible. He was he was, he was unreal. Um, there was another one as well, and and I could have sworn it was Junior A, but 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 by the sounds, but it probably it might have been it might have been Junior B. But we we beat them. It was a midweek game, and like it was just it was just one of those ones that I think Keno Driscoll might have been. Or you might have even been coaching Carmel. I can't remember. Was that or yourself or else? Um, I, I remember it. Um, it was Junior B. Um, Don Balnock was not or something. Was Junior B? Yeah. 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 But it was it was a bit it was a bit later than that than that first one. But uh, yeah, it was just one of those games that like we were just never going to lose it, you know. Mm. Like we, we they were they were probably a better team, but 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 just as the team we were, we just stood up up to a man. It was it was it was uh, uh it was just great. Like I remember even being like you know I think we were about a point up with ten minutes to go, and it was just there was just a serious belief in the team at that stage, you know. I think we we were we we were winning a lot. And we won a fair. I, I think even think we were had to win the championship that year. I think that might have been the year that we we lost to Bishop or we 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 drew with Bishopstone the final and then we went on to beat them. That's I, right. Yeah. I, I, I might be mixed up the years now because my memory my memory is for that kind of stuff is fairly bad. But I got to ask him it, you know, because I remember those matches and uh, like you played a lot in midfield and Comer played a lot in midfield. Did you boys have a good relationship? Even like the last, like you say, the last ten minutes, right? We have this or we don't have this. You know, you you could look and nod at each other. What kind of midfield relationship do you boys have? Cormac, we didn't play too many games together, I'd say, did we? Like, we played a few. No, we, I, we, we, we played a few, we played a few, but any time, and you can answer, but I'll just give you my opinion. Anytime we did play together, um, I think we had a really great partnership. Like, you just let me field the ball, I'd catch it and pass it to you. There's no <laughs> point in letting you yeah. try to field it. <laughs> so... Yeah. That's, that's my that's, that's my recollection. <laughs> you know, we, you we, might have we, a different we, one. I, I used to I used to play a lot with uh, with Brendan Ahern in there. Actually, I know he was sent back for a lot, but he was he was in midfield for quite a few years too. And we used to always joke that we had like uh, the unbreakable bond. 
Um, I, I think that came from one of the games, but like, but it was like that. It was, it was, it was. We had gotten very used to playing with each other, like, and and to be honest, like, kind of using your joke in a serious manner, Carmack, like that. That fella couldn't catch a cold, but then so I, I tried to catch as much as yeah. I could, but then I didn't know what to do with him when I got it, so I gave it to him as much as I could. So it was a. Uh, it worked out. It worked out pretty well that way. He was good to get the breaks and kind of do everything else. <laughs> to be fair, and then Mick McGinn yeah. was there for a while. Paul Hallisey was there for a while, and all really good lads. That's there, right. Yeah. I, I I remember that yeah. time. It was a Brendan McGinn came first, and then was it Mick came later? I remember the very step. He the junior C and junior A team that time, and I remember Mick started junior C, and he couldn't solo a ball. Like he was yeah. useless. And within a year, he was probably the best player on the team. <laughs> yeah. He just well, came yeah. on that much. He's brilliant. Like. He was like, do, the will to win he has like is, is, is something else in fairness. Do you reckon it's, that it's like huge, when like, Mick arrived, Dave, that and Emmett, that, that he brought you boys on further as well? You all said, geez, we have a player here now and you know we can do something or what, what I, 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 I the part I'd say like you get a lot from those boys. I'd say like the likes of Brendan Horn, I know he comes out, he comes on a lot like in the last mm. few weeks in the podcast too, but what you what you get from those lads is just they're they draw the the drive they have to win like it's incredible mm. so it does make everyone else stand up because you, you nearly feel guilty if you're not really you know what I mean if you're not playing yeah. 110 because those boys are just burning out up and down the field you know, you know what I mean they're just just doing everything for it so uh, that that's the main part I would bring on I, I, I that was my sense anyway. Well, what was your position, Dave? What was your preferred position? Was it wing forward or? It's kind of obvious. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I was always on one wing and then it was Paul on the other wing. So we kind of we worked well together as well. He taught myself, you know, because the two of us, well, back then the two of us were probably the two fastest lads on the team. Yeah. So with the like the Emmett passing the ball into us, he could just kick it to space and, you know, we'd usually get there. Like At that stage, that Nemo match and uh, around that time, I, I, t- I felt we had a really good team, right? We had a very, very good team. And it was the type of team that you felt you could progress with. You could go from junior B to junior A, and, and, and which we did. But the big problem we had is that, or one of the problems we had, is that a lot of our, our, our really good players started to leave the country, right? Like yourselves, both, both you guys left, you know, um, Keen, Keen Clifford left, um, which was the core down the middle. So I'm kind of like interested to see, we spoke to Keen about it, like say with you, Emmett, when you went over to Canada, like, did you get straight into the GA over in Canada? Did Did you even bother? Like, yeah, yeah. What yeah, did I you do did. when you were? I did actually. Yeah, I did. I, I got stuck in straight away. Um, I pl- I played every year I was over there. Um, so it's a good league. There actually, it's um, there's only there's only <laughs> in Toronto there's only five teams, which makes it kind of kind of on uh, on the it a little bit. It was actually a very it's very competitive league. It's kind of it also means that. Um, you know, everyone's in, in in together, but there are like there are a lot of top quality players over there. In fairness, like the kind of standard version of here would be a very good junior A kind of slash intermediate, I'd say, like with with, with a good mix. But but yeah, so it was it was good. I, I think to be honest, like the, the, the GA to me and Hennessy, I'm sure you're you're the same over. But like the, the main thing I I'd say for is is just to just to try and get that community vibe when you go to somewhere new. You know what I mean? You'd meet a lot of boys straight away. Mm. Um, so all of a sudden you're you're like you have a big bunch of lads to pad around but and 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 uh can you just just to get to know people because when you go to a new city it can be tough enough otherwise you know yeah oh, but yourself David you the same the same way yeah I actually ended up well the last this year only took a break but the last two years I actually it was actually the manager of a team over here so we got a 
Kieran Sheehan playing for me, unbelievable. Like he was just a different class altogether. Yeah, yeah. We got we got the two Halpings down a couple of times playing for us. You know, it was great getting them down. We play against this other club they call Wolfhorns. And you know, they they'd always fly these lads in <coughs> from like yeah, man, they'd, like uh, Jamie Clark, uh, uh you know, they'd have a couple of outstanding players from up the north. And so it was always great. They'd, we'd have a sevens tournament over here. They'd always been there, they're about to win it. So the last couple of years, Gary Owner kind of after taking over and winning it. So it's great. You know, we, I remember when I came here to start, Gary Owner probably the worst club here. And now at the moment, we're winning everything. So it's great oh. to see over the last 10 years how far they're after coming on, you know. Yeah, yeah. We were chatting there, Dave, to, to King Clifford a few weeks back, and uh, he was describing the Boston J and the Johnny Gall J. I, I didn't realize, but would the same is the Australian GA coming the same direction as the, the American GA in the sense that you know players look them over, get a few quid and stuff, or is it more? Uh, well, there's definitely players getting a few bob every now and again. I'd say you know, you'd see fellas getting flown in for tournaments and matches, mm. so it was going that way, but obviously, with the whole COVID, yeah, that's gone. But uh, yeah, so, some of the players that you'd see over here, there's not a lot there played Emmett with Norm there, he played a hurling. Uh, He's finished now, but Fergus Murphy, he was on the court panel before he came. Like, I remember watching him one game, he got five goals and 16 points. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, some of the yeah. lads over here, you know, how good they were. Like, there's a lot of lads like that who've just, who would have, especially boys who were like in trades and, and especially you know, after the crash, should have yeah. wasn't much around. So they would mm-hmm. go somewhere else to live. But there is a lot of lads left over in places like that then who would be like, who could have made it definitely, you know what I mean? But um, but obviously, just there's not enough of a reason to stay, you know. Back in, I'd say it was after a couple of years after the crash, I met, and we were not joking, we were talking about it down the club. We reckon when you boys, you were, I don't know where you were, I met you were in Canada, Dave, you were going to Australia at that stage, you know, Keane was gone, lots of players were around the world, and we were saying we had a better rap picking team abroad than we actually had over in the Cully, you know. And you were all young lads, right? You know, it was the old fellas keeping the club alive over and you guys were, ha- and you had to go, right? We did go up to an area though and we held our own for a couple of years. Like I, Absolutely, I'd say yeah. the, part, the part that nearly hurt us, near, nearly more is the fact of, of, of not enough lads coming through, you know what I mean? Because like, yeah, there's a, I was, every club will lose a few, but like, yeah. there were, and there was a few in fairness, like Zuki, you know, and a few more, like Ian Dalton and, and Kevin Quinlan, a few more, but like, and, and even John, John uh, um, you John know, Teen. he's gone to he's gone to the he's gone to the John Teen, of course, yeah. Um, but um, but Teen, yeah. but, but, but there was there wasn't enough consistently. Like that's probably the big. So that's that's such it's, it's great to see you now all the lads doing so much work with the boys underage. No, you know, there, like, it, it's and, massive. Yeah, Sean, I mean, Dame and Roy and all that. Yeah, ah, uh, Sean yeah. and what, what Sean and the work. They're doing loads of work. Back even our age, we'd like to you know, with Richie Reardon, uh, Kevin Hurley, Liam, your brother, Lionsy. Like they all went to the Glen that time. You think like, you know, if they didn't all go to the Glen or stayed, you know, would have had some team then. Mm-hmm. But some lads yeah. went to the Glen, you know, and then yeah. they they came back. They came back later. A lot of them, but some, you know, so, we lost some players to like the Glen, the Pearshig, that that were and then ended up playing senior. But think think of all the lads you got in from load and stuff, Dave. Like, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. You know, what you lose on one side, you gain on the other, Dave. You know, that's the thing. Do you miss the place? Do you miss the people? Do you miss the matches? Or hundred percent, even like the old, you know, I think a few lads mentioned already. Even the puck father there, that St. Stephen's is brilliant. Like just, you know, you start off there, Paul and his mother give you the old hot whiskey. 
You yeah, end up getting yeah. to the spoiler. You know, you'd have the points for all the lads. You know, so yeah. you'd miss you'd miss the, you'd miss those days. You know, huge even. And then you you know you'd mention matches out in um Banlock. You'd always stop for a point after the match. The lads would go back to the spoiler. Yeah. You know, you'd definitely you'd miss it. Like. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's and then in Dublin the same way or ah uh, yeah yeah I remember um you saying I'm probably a sad case like so I remember when I was I went to Australia for for a year first time um and uh, you know I I remember being over there I was only over there for six months but uh, Rapigan got into the county final I think it was the first one that that um that we lost that that uh, you know but that was my last second goal or whatever. And I remember thinking, like I remember thinking, like a proper hero, I was going to fly home just, just even just to just to go to the game, like mad stuff. But that's that's the impact it would have on you. You know what I mean? Like you just unbelievable draw. Um, and similarly in in Canada, it was great to play over there, no. But um, there's nothing like playing with the with the home team, you know, just just for the lads and and even the Irish thing as well. Like what I what I really loved about the playing guy back home was was this kind of this time of year, no, just when the clocks turn and, and you just get games in the evenings kind of from April on. That that was just glorious. Like that's just that's just you know after after a bleak enough January, February yeah, yeah. and maybe something in March, just get out in the pitch midweek. That's just like there was no better feeling than that. Like, you know, even just just for the games and then just a bit of crack afterwards, even if it may be a point, but even just Kind of in the dress room or in the car park, you know what I mean? That 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 kind of stuff is uh it's glorious. It's glorious. 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 That's a, that's a new Dublin, that's a new Dublin word. Well, I, well, I'll tell you what, like the, the whole reason, and it was Dinny's the, the brainchild of Dinny here, the whole reason we started the pinecast was for that very reason, you know, we missed the the couple of points after a match uh in the squire, just shooting the breeze having the chat, having the crack. And we haven't had that for a whole year now, right? For, for a whole yeah. 12 months. So we said that, look, we just start this up and start having the, having the chats, you know, um, and it, it, it doesn't replace it. You can never replace that sitting in the stool, having, having a nice point, but uh, it certainly helps, you know. Um, a prior teacher of yours told us that when you were a, a weefler, and I can't actually picture you being a weefler, the height of you, but <laughs> seemingly when you were a weefler, you always wanted to be a plumber. Um, so perhaps you can tell us where it all went wrong. You know, with the, what happened then? I, you know what? I, I, I did get to live my dream working with Brendan Ahern for one summer. Oh, no, no, not even a summer. I'd say last, I'd say probably was in about four weeks. The man's a slave driver. I tell you, you know, like, be fair, like, be fair, like I, I remember we were building lines, his house, and came on <laughs> Emmett on the tools was the worst thing you'd ever seen in your whole life. He, oh. so, <laughs> I don't think you could change the tire, could you? I will just stop. Did you, have you figured guess, out which is forward and which is reverse yet? Have you got that, <laughs> you got that down with the story told here? Where I can't um, even. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I can't. Deny. There actually was a worse. There was a worse story um, from plumbing, which is which again probably doesn't paint myself in too much glory, but um. Well, for it. But, uh, but it was. Well, I, had to, I had to. I remember I had to get um, I had to get uh, a bit of um pipe over one of the joists, like because I had to run it along or whatever. So like instead of getting, I just did a lazy man way, but instead of getting the ladder and going up and putting it over, I was just kind of throw. I was trying to throw it over, you know, <laughs> trying to throw over the joist so it come down the other side and I put, I put it along. 
But I tried to do it a couple of times. It wasn't working. So I did it. Last time I did it, it still didn't work, but it came back down the, and the end of the pipe just straight into the eye. I actually thought I lost an eye. Like I, actually, I think I had to go home for work and all that day. But probably, I, I, I'm assuming Brendan Horn docked my pay. He's a tight man, that fella, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> he's been would you hire... lads now, like. Would you hire him, Dave? He has. He has. Would you hire him, Not Dave? Nah. <laughs> good, good, sto- good story about Emmett there, actually. I think I actually didn't mention that my wedding as well. Myself and Liam were sitting inside my house one day, you know, and Emmett, so he had a moped, he bought my moped actually when we were younger, so he had a moped all the time, and he just got a car. So he said it was, uh, he was giving out about the car, and we were like, oh, did you check the oil and blah, blah, blah. So he, he went out checking the oil in the car anyway. Uh, and we said, Liam called me, and he goes, look at this, look at this. And I, he was out and he was in the trees and he was breaking off a branch. I said, what's he, what's he doing? Like? And so he had the branch and he was sticking down into the oil. I said, what? I said, what are you at? He said, I'm checking the oil. That's how he was doing it in the moped. I was like, Emmett, there's a dipstick there. And he looked at the tools and he was like, I know a dipstick. He thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, I'd love to be able to deny that story. <laughs> It's been a, a team tonight and a team over the podcast. Everyone we asked the biggest messers is you two, right? So we're gonna tr- we're gonna try this. We don't know whether we'll work or not. We're gonna give you a, a debate. Myself and Cormac will uh, be the judge of this. So we'll give you three questions. You both debate each side of it. And uh you've 30, 30 seconds to prevent your point of view. So no interrupting now, Dave, or no interrupting ever. So Emma, we'll go with you first. In a hundred meter race, who'd win? Emma? Why would you beat Dave in a hundred meter race? <laughs> oh well. I'll just use it this to my advantage. So I'm going to go with the current times. Uh, <laughs> there's no hope I would have beaten Hennessy back in the day. But in the current times, like he's, he's, he's uh, I, I'd say, I, 100 metres race. I'd say you wouldn't even make the 100 metres, Hennessy, would you? I don't think so. <laughs> so all I, need to, <laughs> all I need to do is just make the 100. So, so Comer will go 1 0 10 bits all week. <laughs> yeah, we'll give him that one. We'll give him that one. Dave, we'll start this one with you. So, growing up, lads, you know, when you're young fellas and you had the crack, who was the lady? Who was the better ladies, man? Dave? A hundred percent me. He was useless. Yes, <laughs> definitely. He'd go for his dad stuttering. Yeah. I think that's one each there. I, I think, think that's it's one, one all. Each. Yeah, we got yeah, one all. It's right. one all. Yeah, right, lads. Tiebreaker coming up. Tiebreaker question, so, lads. And we'll uh, we'll get this one. Emmett, you got thirty seconds to answer this first. Championship final, Rapikin are playing. Mick Buckley's the manager. He needs a really good captain. He's got to be choose choose between Emmett and Dave. Why would he pick you, Emmett? Just like I'm just I'm just a leader, Denny. You know, I'm just I'm just I'm just a leader. I'm, I'm the heart of a lion, and and just the leadership skills of you know, like it's just. And then that, that, that's even before the skill levels, plucking the ball out of the air, popping off from all angles, you know? You, you just, you see, you've seen it in action. You've seen it in action. I, I, I don't, I speak only truth there. And what would you say to the team just before the match starts, Emma? Do not give the ball to that fella, Hennessy, whatever you do. <laughs> right. And Dave, your, your, your answer, Dave? You have to be what? the captain full stop. Because we start Mick McGinn and Brendan, Brendan Horn would feel he'd be on the bench. How could he be captain? <laughs> <laughs> Diddy, I'll tell you what we're going to have to do on this one. We're going to have to let the listeners decide. We'll have to run a poll now when we put this out. We'll, we'll do a poll. Pick. 
yeah, I think we're going to need to do a poll here. It's too tight. It's too tight it, to call. It, but what would what would you say to the team at halftime, Dave? We were in a tight game, and you were trying to encourage the lads to send the dressing room band. Give off. me the ball. Just give me the ball. That's it. <laughs> Supreme confidence. <laughs> but just on that theme, lads, that you know, and everybody has said it so far, literally to a man, that the two of you guys are are the biggest messers uh, in the club. Um, so. Can you tell us uh, what you think your best prank has ever been over the years? Uh, anything in particular uh, stick out? Yeah. I know with you, Emma, you couldn't go into the, to the country squire and have change in your hand because you'd have it in your hand one minute and next minute it'd be flying all over the room. But is there anything that sticks out, lads, that you would have done down through the years that you'd like to share? I, I, do you remember, remember before there was like pink pages in the paper you can put up ads? You can, so I, yeah. I put up an ad for... Uh, to sell British Bulldog puppies. They were expensive at the time, so I said, free to go home, and I put down Paul O'Neill's number. <laughs> his phone didn't stop ringing, by. His phone didn't stop ringing for the whole time, and then we were going to, he still didn't know what was happening, and we were in training, and I was running next to him, and I started going, row, row, row. and he, it must have just twigged. He just looked at me, and it must have twigged, and he lost the head. Fuck you, went bad. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. It's class. <laughs> I, 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 that, that was that was amazing. Um, I, I still he must have got a thousand calls. I say, it was, it was, <laughs> I've never I'm, like he was literally next to us in training, and his phone was absolutely hopping. I've never I never realized bulldogs were so popular. I remember um, he's picking up. And he, I remember he picked up a few ones, and he's like, "I don't have any fucking dogs." So hang up uh, I remember there was another. There was one stands out to me as well. Another night. Uh, I'm actually going to, I'm going to look bad in this again, but anyway, it's, it's worth telling the story, but we were, uh, we, we were down the square, obviously, and um, Sean O'Hearn at the time was cycling his bike, so he was, you know, he, he'd cycle from the square over along the old manor road and up, 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 up his lane, you know, so he was leaving, and uh, at the same night, Clifford was, uh, was going to give me a spin back, and he was giving Roy a spin over, so uh, we won't talk about the whole. Um, he, he wasn't drinking that night, for uh, obviously, you know, just responsible, responsible adult. But uh, he, he, uh, he, so anyway, we we said when we saw, when we saw, saw, once we saw Sean go, we'd go up the other way, like it's the lane is a loop, obviously. So we drove up around, parked the car inside, and um, I think it was just uh, you know may, maybe around the corner or whatever, whatever gap, and ran down to just just inside the ditch, waited for Sean to come. <laughs> oh my god, I, I never, I like we so we jumped out of the ditch, you know, as Sean comes up, pitch dark road, like the poor fell after a few points. We gave him some fright. I never never seen a fella lift off a bike as much. As him. <laughs> but then, but then so right, we we were probably laughing at that for the whole time. So um, I was actually me dropping them home. Sorry. So I was I was dropping I think drop Clifford over. We we were laughing at the whole trip over. You were drink driving. Yeah, I I I was the oh. responsible. I was the responsible adult, not Clifford. And <laughs> um, so I dropped I dropped Clifford over. We were still laughing about it anyway. Then I had to drop Roy down, um, you know, by, by his place by the pitch. So we would drop Roy off. Good luck, Roy. Thanks a lot. Um, oh, drove back over home, still sneaking away to myself. Wasn't Clifford after getting into his car straight away? Driving over to my house, <laughs> so when I parked up, he was he, he had parked his car down the way a little bit, sprinted up my drive. I parked up my car, got out, and Clifford frightened the crap out of me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Very well done. I give it to him. Lads, brilliant stuff. 
thanks a million, lads. It's been a, an absolute pleasure to talk to. Uh, oh, should we describe them, Cormac? To um, characters, of, characters, absolute characters is, is leaders, uh, leaders. Uh, Emmett is right. Leaders, leaders. yeah, yeah. Leaders, leaders of the characters, characters. legend. Yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think we're pushing it. We're pushing it now. Aren't we? <laughs> but, uh, no, two absolute gems. There's no doubt about it. In fairness to you, have your say on who should be captain by heading over to our website, pinecast.com forward slash the big vote. Thanks for listening and stay safe.